What's going on, prosperous people? This is the Beyond Prosperous Podcast, where I talk about practical principles to push you to prosperity. I'm your host, Raekwon Jones, and today we're talking about dealing with comparison. So comparison is an anchor that will hold you from your purpose. And so I understand that even in, in so many situations, we find uh, comparison as uh, something that give us a little bit of boost uh, of strength, just like uh, maybe comparing yourself to your friend that run a little bit faster. So you start to push yourself, but understand that comparison equals temporary empowerment, but long-term destruction. And I say that because if you constantly, if you continuously compare yourself to someone else, eventually they become become your limitation. They become everything that you could be. And so when you take away that comparison from them, then you begin to make yourself limitless because you are focusing on yourself. And so, uh, for example, uh, me back in middle school, so seventh grade, I'm uh, 12 years old at this time. And I go to school. The thing like to give you a little bit of context, I live in a black community where shoes are essential. So like the, like you have to have the, the best shoes, you have to have the right shoes on for social status, for popularity, like to, to be popular. And so seventh grade, my dad, we were like, we, we not poor. Like we, we not, like I, at that point, I really don't know if we were struggling, but that like, I'm one of those people that growing up, you had school shoes. You, you get a pair of school shoes every so often. And so it just so happened going into my seventh grade year, my dad bought me some Reeboks. Now, in seventh grade, I'm not the height that I am now, but my feet were the same size. And so it, in, in the seventh grade, I'm wearing an 11 size shoe and I'm only five something. And so I'm not only wearing 11 size shoe, five something, and Reeboks on top of that. So these Reeboks look huge because they already like, they, they buff, they, they buff right out the box. So um, going to school, understanding this is not like, like shoes are essential. Go like through the school year, you see, I see friends, I see people, every time the new J's come out, they got them on. Every time a new pair of shoes come out, they got them on. And me not understanding how the world works at, in the seventh grade at 12 years old, I'm like, I, I can't I can't wrap my mind around this. I make good, like A, B on a roll. I make good grades. My mom never get calls. I, like they never have to come up to the school. But the people that that's around me, they they you know they cuss. They do this. They do that. Like they don't make the grades that I make. They don't like work as hard as I do in school. They don't have the the best uh, like citizenship award in school and stuff like that. But they always have the best shoes. And so in my seventh grade mind, I decide in myself. I'm no longer going to be myself. I'm going to be the middle school bad boy. And I promise you, it lasted two days. It did not last long because when I attempted to be something that I wasn't, for one, it was very uncomfortable. And two, the people around me was like, no, like, no, you can't do it. That's not that they didn't even give me permission to be a bad boy. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I automatically I came to myself. And so throughout the school year around 
like a couple months later, my dad uh, got me some, some, I believe just some Nikes better looking like they was fresh they was good and so i wore them to school that that next day excited and people like oh i like like those are tight i like them and i'm getting all this praise and all this glory and it feels good and then i i go home and, I, and i'm thinking to myself i'm like like is it that big of a deal that i have to have the right shoes to be accepted and so in my seventh grade mind at 12 years old, I decide, you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going to wear my Reeboks. I decide to wear my Reeboks and nobody said anything about it. I was waiting like I was excited about the pushback. I was excited to get talked about because I knew what I had at home. And so my comparison blinded me to what I like what I already had access to which was my identity. The shoes was separate from who I actually was and so my comparison made, made made me believe that I was less than who I actually was. And so many times in our life we are comparing what we have, we're comparing what we do to what other people have when we feel like they didn't put in the necessary actions, they didn't put in the necessary work, they didn't put in what they should have put in to get what they got. And I'm trying to tell you the only way to get everything that you want is you have to focus on you because that temporary praise, that temporary glory was nothing was nothing and so the long-term mindset that i had from that point moving forward was that i am accepted regardless of what other people say i'm accepted by me and so when i when i kicked out that comparison i was uh, i didn't get it hope like i didn't get it totally i i probably not it not at seventh grade i didn't get it totally but i had a little bit of understanding of i can actually be me and be accepted by me and so we were, we're dealing with comparison. Your comparison has your vision blurred. So I say that because what you're looking at becomes the most real. So I was watching this show, The Brain Games, on TV or maybe like a, a recording or something like that. And on this particular project that they was working on, the person... Uh, was basically had to stand in a spot and the target was like maybe 10 yards in front of them and then they had two people standing on the side so the person that was uh kind of being tested had to look at the target in the center and then guess on the side whether the person like which one was the the girl basically they had a girl on one side and a guy on the other side and the guy had on a wig and um like a a, a cheerleader outfit and they was trying to see how strong was the peripheral vision and how much could you actually see in your peripheral vision. And so the guy or the people, they would come up, they're ready for the test. They had three rounds or whatnot. And so they would look at the target and they would have to guess what was on, like, like which one was the actual female or, or um, which one was the actual cheer cheerleader. And so what they realized is that like not even half the time they were wrong and they were guessing the whole time. And so 
it just shows you that what you focus on that is the most real that is the most relevant and i think about the story of jesus how even as a young boy he was in the synagogue teaching the the adults you know what i'm saying and so he's teaching the adults and i thank god that he was not walking around like comparing himself to all the other kids I'm sure Jesus did what other kids did, but he was so consumed about his father's business that he did, he wasn't so concerned about what they did when he was in the synagogue teaching, doing his purpose, doing his will. Like he was not so concerned about playing soccer. He was not so concerned about being the best at this or being the best at that. He was the best him. Like that's it. As a kid, he wasn't even worried about what everybody else was doing. He wasn't worried about what the other kids were doing. He was so consumed and so focused that the most real thing to him was teaching and being about his father's business. Even as a kid, he wasn't comparing himself to what everybody else was doing because what he was doing may have looked less than, may have looked less important to what other kids were thinking. And so like, what is your purpose? What are you doing? Are you really focused on what you're like? Like, it doesn't like all the other comparisons doesn't compare to what God has for you and what God has already put in place for you to achieve. And so the last story is um, my desire to go to the NFL. And as a kid, I, I was I was never like everybody else and my mom confirmed that like she she just I was just different and I, I for whatever reason it is what it is and so um, as a kid probably around the same age or actually younger I was probably like 9 10 and I'm playing little league football and going out there every day not really sure not a hundred percent sure about if this is the thing that I actually want to do, especially with coaches talking to me crazy, like I wasn't used to that being around my mom so much. I wasn't used to coaches cussing at me. I wasn't used to coaches pushing me. And so that was the point that I wanted to quit. I'm like, this, this is too much. This is too much for me. And so it was a point where I wanted to, to leave practice, but the coach came to me and I believe this is what, what he said. I believe that he asked me, do I want to take care of my mom in the future. And that if I did, that NFL could be a way to help my mom exponentially, exponentially. So at that point, everything changed. At that point, my focus was no longer the pain. My focus was no longer the coaches. My focus was the NFL. And so with that being my target, with that being the thing that I looked at every single day, every single practice, even when we, like my mom would tell me, like it would be raining, thunderstorming. And I would ask my mom, hey, can we drive by the field just to see if the coaches came out, just to see if we can practice? Because I had this target in mind, I had this goal in mind, and nothing, no obstacle, no distractions, nothing would be able to keep me from achieving this goal of going to the NFL and nothing like that at, at, at nine, ten, like it, that was it. I was all in. 
it didn't matter if rain thunder like if it was lightning i would still go to practice until coach is like up oh, yeah that that's is just too much we got to go if it's raining i'm in there we in it does it didn't matter to me and so what is your target? What is your life aiming toward? Because if it's not aiming toward the thing that you actually want to do, those obstacles, they won't even they won't be distractions. They'll end up being the target. And so if at 9, 10 years old, I was focused on everything else except for what I wanted like if I was focused on the coaches or if I kept if I stayed focused on the pain of running like those things could have literally blurred my vision to where I wouldn't be able to push and overcome those obstacles to get to the goal that I had desired now I didn't make it to the NFL but the drive the, the, the position that playing football, that being like the best that I could be in that area, the, the, what that did, it took me all the way to college. And so while it was not the ultimate purpose for me that I chose, it still played a part in my calling. And so what is your, I need you to master the moment. What are you doing right now that you're supposed to be the best at, that you're supposed to be doing, uh, giving 110%? Like if you're working at your job to provide for your family, I need 110%. If you're trying to figure out the career path that you want to be on, I need 110%. In the research, in the work ethic, every time you go to, to, to work, you're no longer doing it for them for one, you're doing it for God. For two, you're doing it for your future, for your purpose, because your job could be the resource that fund your, your, your business, your purpose, your whatever you want to do. And so don't look at everything else that's distracting you, that's not your target, as obstacles so big that you can't get over them, that you can't get around them, that you can't go through them. I need you to be, begin to look at your target as the only thing, as not the only way, but the only thing. So you can get past those obstacles because there are th there's things that God has for you that's on the other side of those obstacles. And so I need you to push. I need you to pull everything that's within you and get it out of you and start doing the things that you were created to do. Use your gifts. Use your gifts because your gifts, like you, your uniqueness cannot be compared you could be doing in this you can be in the same industry and have a whole different business because of your unique gifts because of your unique talent because of your unique history and so once you stop comparing yourself to what everybody else has done everybody else is doing and what you think everybody else is going to do you begin to build a unique identity that was always yours since the beginning I believe that God created us individually for purpose, like for a unique purpose on this earth, and that everything that, that we're called to, we can do. I believe that everything that we're called to, we can do. So if you're going to compare, if you're going to compare yourself, compare yourself to your yesterday. Compare yourself to what you used to do to what you're doing now. The question is, is it better or is it worse? If you're going to compare, compare yourself to yourself. Because that will show you the growth. That will show you where you actually are on your journey. Not comparing yourself to what other people do. 
As long as you do that, they will be your limitation. They will be your, your glass ceiling. But if you want to thrive, if you want to thrive, you must prosper as your soul prospers. You must prosper as your mind prospers. You must prosper as your habits prosper. You must prosper as you prosper. I'm talking about the you that's within this flesh. If you want to grow, if you want to evolve into the vision that you have for yourself, you have to develop the you that's within, not what's without. Not what's outward, not what people can can necessarily uh, see or attach them. Like, who are you on the end? Who are you on the core? And be that. Be that uniqueness. Be that difference maker. Be that leader. Stop comparing yourself to what everybody else is doing. They have a different story. They have a different background. They have a different purpose. And so I'm encouraging you today to no matter what is going on in your world, you're finding a way to be more like you. I pray that this message has blessed you. I hope that you stop comparing yourself to what everybody else and live out the life that God has for you. That's beyond prosperity. It's beyond the money. It's beyond the social status. It's beyond the material things. It is ultimate fulfillment. And so I have different social medias. You can follow me on Instagram. Facebook, they both at Beyond Prosperous, and you can get on like the daily stuff that, that I put out, the questions that, that I put out that you can help me answer and help the community answer. And so I pray that you become more and more prosperous in your day-to-day life. I pray that you have a blessed journey and that we go to the next level every time we come together. Y'all be blessed. <music>